I want to welcome you guys to Our Bop, Our Bop. This is Riddick's Book of Philosophy. My name's Philip Riddick, and this is where I talk about what I want to talk about the way I want to talk about it. If you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends, family, and loved ones to come in and enjoy my whimsical way of saying things, doing things, and thinking about things. Please hold for a very important message. Hey, everybody. Sooner or later, you're going to have to travel. You're going to have to take a plane, a hotel, or rent a car, or something, either because you want to go on a vacation, something that you were waiting for or really wanted to do, or sometimes we have some unfortunate circumstances in our families where we have to travel involuntarily. Either way or the other, if you need to travel, you want to save some money. I am an independent TSA travel savings ambassador for iBoomerang. And I can save you 30 to 70% on your travel. If you send me your first and last name to the following email address, dcboomgetaways at gmail.com. Once again, dcboombuumgetaways at gmail.com. I can send you an absolutely free website, yours personally, that you can use whenever you want and it will save you money. It can save your money whenever you are going away. You might be going away now. You might be going away in the future. This website is yours forever. So once again, if you want to save money traveling 30 to 70%, shoot your first and last name to me at dcboom, B-U-U-M, getaways at gmail.com.
you wore Can the you guys same hear me? shirt you had on yesterday uh, earlier today. Sound good, Phil. Uh, well, yeah, I just you know I cooked it, <laughs> didn't get dirty. Shit. <laughs> Drum Thomas Jr. Hello, Drum. How are you? Yeah, I hear you. I'll wear this shirt for like three days, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Daddy Dutch Kit, my brother? Phil, brother, how are you? <laughs> I'm all right, man. Stirring up shit. <laughs> yeah, look at hey, this. Hey, look at this, Mike. You got the top two daddies off YouTube on her. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Bring in two more people would be like the almost like the Brady bunch, man. I know. I know. Sucks. Two more dudes. We just get a concubine in the middle. We good. <laughs> I really want to say concubine. Hello, everyone in the chat. What's going on? I just want to speak. What's the conversation? I'm a white guys? Russian. But look, I stepped up my game. Let me see. There you go, brother. Hold on. Can you see? Wild turkey. One hundred and one, baby. One hundred and one. The gobbler. <laughs> it's wild. It's white Russian time for me, man. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. You can't say that anymore. It's Caucasian. It's a a Caucasian Soviet. European. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Caucasian Soviet, please. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I can see where this is going tonight already. (laughs) You probably would see this drink on Blazing Saddles, but they would cut it out now if. You know what I mean? No, it'd be. They'd. They'd have a white guy drinking a white Russian, a black guy drinking a black Russian, and that same same old lady would walk up. (laughs) And then then you'd have the German there with a little mustache. (laughs) With milk on it. (laughs) Drinking a dead Nazi. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, man. Um. I heard you guys talking about, you know, when we were having our conversation last week and um, someone else made a comment after the fact, You're like, Phil, I was like, huh? Like, man, you, you just say what you're going to say. You don't really hold back shit. I'm like, look, man, that defeats the purpose of having a conversation. You know, it does. It if, does. You, if you can't say something uncomfortable for fear of hurting somebody's feelings, then get the fuck out of the room. Just leave. Get out of the conversation. All right. See you later. <laughs> you know, I mean, not being rude or mean or anything—that doesn't have to be there. But right. you shouldn't be afraid to ask a question. Correct. You know, no matter how weird the question might be. You know, hey, do you eat boogers? Someone be like, "What the fuck was that?" Someone be like, "Yeah, I, do. <laughs> See, I didn't know that." Back that up. Back that up. What? Because before you got to the, do you eat boogers? Yeah. My my dad, right. bless his soul, always used to say. Son, everybody picks their nose. It's just what they do with the boogers that matters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I got no problem with eating a booger. Just don't tell her husband. (laughs) 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 That's it. I'm done for the night. (laughs) I hope she doesn't see that. (laughs) Where's that one up, Bob? I am going to check Diane. Right now, and say, "Hey, if Phil comes to visit, Tom better not be home." <laughs> Want to say hey to Sundays with Heart, Stephen and Jacqueline? Oh my goodness, that's awesome! Good to G-G. see you. Too. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, there's somebody volume, volume up. 
And I thought I saw somebody else on here, but uh, I did not. So, who's got the so, second go open? Is that you, Zach? Got what? Somebody's got a second window open because I'm hearing a reverb. That ain't me. I'm straight on stream. <laughs> I'm straight on stream yard. I got nothing else going. Yeah. Now, someone might be on speakers and the speakers might be loud. There you go. That might do it too. <clears throat> it could have been me. I had, a, I had a second window open, but I had it muted. So uh, There you go. There's the uh -oh. criminal, the owner of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Show's going to hell now. Chris, Chris from Eastman Farms just showed up. Uh -oh. oh God, it's all downhill from there. Jesus. Hold on. So how's everybody going, man? What what you guys got going on this weekend? I'm working, brother. Okay. I, I'm on call. That's why I, one of the reasons I love Zach to be on all the time, but I did ask that uh, he he show up so he could you know if I had to take a call he could take over. But yeah, uh, man, I got you two on here, man. This show could go anywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I got a, a small cook going on this weekend. We're going to be out at the campground. It's the final weekend for the campground up here, okay. so we're actually doing a trick or treat thing for all the kids. Oh, that's cool! Nice. So from five o'clock Friday uh, Saturday night, sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. No vehicles in or out. Everything's shut down. Nice. So that the kids can run through all 70 campsites, top and bottom, either side of the pit, and trick-or-treat. So nice. That sounds like fun. That's from really five to eight. And everybody's decorating up their, their campsites. And we have a, a river that runs behind the campground. And a buddy of mine has an old white Chevy panel van. And I was going to entice the kids down there with that by putting signs on the side that said free Wi-Fi and free candy. <laughs> so it's the old, white van, the old white van down by the river. <laughs> uh, the mayor found out about it. And he called me and says, "Can't you can't do that. We won't be doing oh. that, sir. <laughs> Damn it. So now I gotta decorate the normal way, but uh, uh, that but sounds like fun though. Eight o'clock. No, you can, you can paint the van. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you said no white van. This one's this one's like uh, yellow. You know, just change the color. Change the color, man. The Wi-Fi and the candy still work. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> so at eight o'clock is uh, when the adult party starts. So okay. my uh, my buddy who runs the campground, he's got like uh, twelve pounds of wings. He's doing on his oh, uh, on his trigger. Nice. How soon can we be there, Zach? <laughs> Buy the ticket. <laughs> and then uh, I got four racks of ribs. I got a brisket, and I'm doing some beer cheese sauce mac and cheese. Oh wow! Wow. Uh, Josh and Babe, Babe called me the other day and she says, you know that beer cheese sauce you made at CJ's house? I'm like, yeah. She goes, yeah, I need that recipe. Nice. So nice. It's, it's simple. It's so simple. It's stupid. But and then I'm also doing jalapeno popper sandwiches. So 
Sandwiches? Oh, I've never heard of that, dude. Tony, veggie? What's well, going to be in the popper? There's got to be some meat, man. You can't build a turd without meat. I'm going to explain it to you real easy. You get right. one of them little uh, um, sourdough bread loaves, you know, they end right. up being about the size of a baseball. Right. Okay. Take your bread. Now you take your cream cheese. You have your diced jalapenos mixed in the cream cheese along right. with a pound of sausage. There you go. He Damn. Said, okay. Yeah. You take one piece of bread, you spoon on that mix, another mm. piece of bread, wrap it with bacon, throw it on the blackstone. Cook oh it until the bacon is done the way you like it. Nice. Damn. That's See, this just yeah. proves my point that there's two people over here <laughs> that have never watched my jalapeno popper sandwich video. I did. I'm sorry. I wouldn't harm me, man. <laughs> I did. I'm, just, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm going to film as much of this stuff because that's all for Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to film uh, uh, the ribs, the brisket, uh, the mac, uh, and the sandwiches all as best I can. They're, they're all getting thrown into one campground farewell video. Nice, nice. And, uh, I'm gonna get some pictures of some of the places that are decorated up. Hmm. Um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome time. It's it's only gonna be 60, 65 degrees here on the weekend. Wow, man, that's so, enough to make you your nipples poke out. Anyway, oh, <laughs> wear, hey, Phil, if yeah. you come wear your glasses. Huh? Wear your safety glasses. I'm not responsible for accidents. <laughs> yeah, but what, look, what, what pokes out up top, it reduces down bottom. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Around, around, around here, we call that turtle-itis. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm not doing much cooking. Uh, I'm, I'm in the process of upgrading, y'all. I know you guys noticed that I haven't been as active. I, yeah. just got, I just got a killer rig just came in today. I've been waiting for it, dude. Solid state drive, one terabyte, two terabyte regular H drive. I mean, regular uh, hard drive. This thing's running a GPU Ryzen 7 8 core, 32 gigabytes of RAM. There you go. Come on, man. I got, yeah. a, freaking, I got a video card so freaking big. And it's got three fans on it. By itself. It's just uh, rendering video takes a long time. I mean, I got an older. I mean, I got a killer rig already. Um, no, I have a good computer. Yeah, yeah, same here. But, <laughs> but I got God. the killer rig. Um, this is an eight P, and the problem is my, I got, I have a gaming laptop that processes video faster than my desktop. I've had this desktop for a couple of years, and I got <laughs> tired of that. So mm-hmm. man, got me a new freaking rig. This thing's a monster. It, this, look, this thing can process, render, and freaking upload freaking 8K video. And I'm not even up to 8K yet. All right. Wow. So I got that going on, and then I'm put all this equipment onto that. And then I can go full force and start doing what I want to do. Yes, sir. Did you order that off of, like, New Egg or something? Or? Uh, no, actually, I went to uh, my birthday happened a couple of days back, and I was talking about a computer. Look, I'm strategically freaking pro throwing out. I need a computer. I need a computer. <laughs> Look, one door at a time. Hey, baby, let's go to the store. <laughs> Boy, I really need a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Next door. Hey, let's go to a grocery store. 
you know, it'd be nice if I had a computer anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they got the thing. Uh, it's one of those gaming rigs from uh, from Best Buy, uh, and it was already ready a killer machine with sixteen megabytes of RAM. I mean, gigs of RAM. I just ordered two more uh, two more eight gig strips to support freaking eight. I'm sorry, to support four. Good God! And it, it'll max out at sixty four gigs. I just went halfway to thirty two. So this computer ought to last me for about two to three years. No so issue. I got to say, I, I I respect your restraint on only going halfway. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So I've been I've been upgrading. I've been biding my time. I've been doing some other stuff here that has been taking up my time. So if you guys notice, I haven't been doing a lot of videos, and I kind of wasn't doing a lot of podcast. Matter of fact, my last podcast I did yesterday uh, was the first one I did in like two or three weeks. Oh wow. But okay. I'm getting back to true to form now. That my, you know, once I finish doing what I'm doing, I'm I'm going whole hog. I'm going whole freaking hog. I got Are, a couple couple other surprises coming too. So is that is. Um, whole hog? Is that just a figure of speech or? But I got my I got my freaking Cuban cook. I got my cajachina in the back now. I could go whole hog for you. <laughs> I could. My problem is I don't keep a lot of I don't keep a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of people around the house because I have a house full of women. You know, I'm not oh. help keep me out of jail. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. you know when I do decide to bring a bunch of people over, I'll probably do a pig. You know, a small one, something. You know, uh, 80, 90 pound, hundred pound, something like that. But uh, yeah, man, I got a whole lot of women around here, man. I ain't trying to freaking go to jail and freaking be in a pandemic. That's bullshit. <laughs> 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 Hard to social distance when you're sleeping with a dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that That's some funny shit right there. Hard to social distance when you're sleeping with a dude. What did coming I hear from, yesterday? Look, coming I hear from yesterday? the dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, we were watching, my wife and I were watching, um, that 70s show and somebody asked how hard how uh, no how hard is he and he and uh she said uh no hide oh god but the tagline was his heart is liberace at the playboy mansion was the tagline <laughs> and I, I had to i was like oh my god that's so funny wow wow I I just want to jump in, man. I saw you guys up here having a good time. I was like, man, let, me, brother. let me just jump in here and be disruptive, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Be Phil. the disruptor. That's all good. Yes, sir. Well, I got a little uh North Carolina sitting out here with me. What? <laughs> Cheer <laughs> one. <laughs> now you know what they call that up up north in Chicago. They they call that pop. <laughs> <laughs> they call that pop. Hey man, I want a pop. What kind of pop? Give me a great pop. <laughs> My wife used to work in Morrisville. Mm-hmm. I'm not it's sure where it's in North Carolina by Raleigh somewhere. Morrisville. Okay. If Morrisville and, is by Raleigh, or, that would put it roughly about an hour, forty five minutes to an hour from me. Okay. And she brought home some funky wine once it was uh some berry or something like that muscadine <laughs> yes that's what it was yeah 
I'm like, this is okay. I tried it. I was like, this isn't too bad. Kind of sweet. You know? Muscadine yeah. was kind of sweet. Yeah. Wait yeah, a minute. A somebody, somebody just put out a, a video with that. Did they? Wow. Did they? I remember, damn it, who was it? Somebody put out, oh, because I was like, what the hell is that? You know, I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. Oh. Strong's Adventure says, LOL, we asked our son to build us an editing computer. He asked, how much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Ron true. That's, got- that's how computers work. I mean, not how yeah. they work, but, you know, here's the thing when it comes to computers. Sorry to get off the muscadine one. <laughs> I love that word. Is you want to be as close to the cutting edge as you can because you'll end up on the bleeding edge real quick. Exactly. Real quick. Okay. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, computers... As fast as technology goes when it comes to computers, your computer is going to be pretty much obsolete in about two years. Okay, That's, that's why, what I'm running into. Years. That's yeah. why I got the rig that I got. As long as, your RAM, as long as you can bump up your RAM, your computer can compete. Okay. Uh, just, I want to say, five years ago, you buy a brand new computer, it probably came stock with four gigs of RAM. About four. Nowadays... Two, three, four years later, you get a computer, you're pretty much going to have eight gigs of RAM. Okay. So to be ahead of that eight gig uh, uh, cutting edge, well, right there at the edge, you want to double that to 16 gig of RAM. Now you're at the now you're at the freaking cutting edge, not the bleeding edge. I said my went to 32. All right. I ain't even on the edge. I'm hovering in the air right now. I'm you know, I'm waiting for the <laughs> to catch up. <laughs> but folks, if you're listening, you want to get as much computer as you can comfortably, com- I can't even say the word, comfortably afford. Don't break the bank because it's just like a new car. Your new car is only new that year. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> you can buy your 2021, baby, and it's going to be old in 2022. <laughs> That's just 365 days later. So don't kill yourself. Just make sure your computer can do what you need it to do, and you'll be all right. What would my Same thing with like TVs and such, too. Yeah. Yeah, you never keep up, man. Now they got mm-hmm. what the old OLED freaking eight four K eight K. I'm like, shit, I just bought a big screen. <laughs> you want to piss yourself off? Go to Best Buy or someplace and look at the top end TV where the water makes you feel wet. Is that yeah. clear? <laughs> and you go back and look at you go back and look at your TV. You want to kick a hole in that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> got like misters on it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes, I say somebody needs to invent smell o vision, man. They do, man. Porns would be a oh, shit. Lord <laughs> Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, All some right. of it would. <laughs> well, hey, if they if they hit it from the back, it would be the shit. Hey, Mike, I got a bounce for now. I got another work call coming in. So, no worries, Kent. I appreciate you coming on, brother. I still got you on the iPad. I'm going to jump off here. Zach, great to meet you. Brother, Kent, nice to meet you. Stay safe. Keep all them, them uh, you know, we're talking to the king of the estrogen capital of the world here. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep my house from being a freaking uh, a rest stop for drive-by shooters, baby. <laughs> you know what? I can't. You know what? I think funny when when all these girls get married off finally. 
Phil's going to be sitting there with Mrs. Mrs. Daddy Cooks in the house. You know what? <laughs> Them grandbabies are going to start popping, and I guarantee you what, if he has 10, nine of them are going to be girls. They're not going to want to come over. I don't want to go. They're always naked. Grandpa, they're always naked. <laughs> I'm like, bring me some scotch and stop looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> Cover your eyes and bring me a bottle of doors. Knock on the door and just reach in. There you go. Grandpa's always naked. And he's chasing grandma. <laughs> yeah, see what happens when he catches granny. I know. <laughs> That's funny. All right, All right. Kent. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Good night, guys. I'll I'll pop back in if I can. Be careful, I'm man. Good. Appreciate All it. Right. Be good. <laughs> Kent. Kent's awesome, man. He so is. fun. He is. He is. He's a character. I, you know, I've. Uh, he was one of the first people I subscribed to. Probably the first fifty. Okay. And um, I just really connected with his his cooking style. Okay. You know, he just he's just this is how it is and this is this is what I like. And he just I love it, man. I think it's great. I met Kent. Well, obviously he was on the uh he was on the hot seat. I you know, I was I guess on the hot seat a while back. <clears throat> that's anyway. where that's the original time I saw you was on the hot seat. Oh really? Okay. Yep. Um so I was one of the not the first I, I think I was like in the first ten, the first twenty people in there, something like that. Anyway, um I didn't really connect with Kent until one day we were just shooting this shit, like not online, but we were just kind of shooting the shit. CJ was doing a live. I came in much like this and then CJ, you know, he finished doing what he was doing and then he got offline and then he ended up leaving and myself and like three other people, I think it was Leprechaun TV and Kent oh, and, and we were just, we were drinking, talking cash money shit. Right. Yeah. And now CJ's gone and we're all offline. But someone had posted a comment. I guess it glitched or whatever. So this comment pops up. <laughs> now we're like, oh, shit. Are we live? <laughs> t- we're talking gutter, nasty crap, man. <laughs> and this comment pops up. We're like, oh, my goodness. We're on CJ's channel. Are we live? Everyone stopped talking. Oh, shit. <laughs> and <then laughs> Kent calls CJ. He's like, hey, man. Are we live? He's, he's like, no, everything's turned off. We're like, you need to check because <laughs> you're you're about to go to Facebook prison, man. You're there. <laughs> you're about to get banned from the internet forever. <laughs> and um, and then he checked and everything was good, and the comment had popped up, and we just hadn't seen it or something like that. But that's when I first connected with Kent, and I've been laughing and joking with that guy ever since. And CJ, blah, blah, blah. But Kent kind of, you know, he's subscribed to my podcast, so he comes in there. And then right. when I go live, he pops in. He, you know, he's just a, a feature. You know, Kent's yeah. a feature. He's and, a great uh, guy. Though. Oh, man, I love him to death. When I meet, when I meet him, I'm going to give him a big old fat freaking hug and, I don't know, squeeze his butt or something. Me too. <laughs> I am too. This is from Daddy. This is <laughs> yeah, he's just one of those guys that you, is very lovable and you, or likable. Sorry, yeah, and uh, you just well, you he's really lovable. He's lovable. I agree, and and he's he's like he, he's like you, Mike. You can talk about just about anything and not really have to, you know, feel crazy. About, well, I'm like that anyway. I, I'm gonna say what the hell I'm gonna say. That's what I like about you. <laughs> I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, and then 
if someone has a problem with it, then I'll try to deconflict. Sure. Unless they have a problem with it for a stupid reason, then I'm gonna antagonize. I'm gonna antagonize. <laughs> but you know, like I'm a words guy. You know, right? I don't do numbers. I got to calculate it. You know, I figure shit out that way. Me but too. I'm a words guy. You know, I like to play on words. I listen to words. I like to learn new words, and I like to either <laughs> intrigue or befuddle people. You know, what I'm saying it, it, I like the word game. Okay. Okay. But I also really like a conversation. You know, I'm the guy that will, I'll listen to what you say before I have a response. I'm not one of those people that wait for an opportunity just to attack. I got to get mine in. No, I can sit back and listen to a whole conversation and not say shit, especially if it's something I don't know. I'm just going to listen. You yep. know, I used to work at, uh, before I retired, I used to work at WPI, Worcester Polytechnic Institute in Worcester, Massachusetts, all right, about 45 minutes from MIT. And uh, I was one of the assistant professors of military science, one of the ROTC instructors. Now, okay. at this prestigious school, you got MIT here and you got WPI there. Okay. okay. The guy who invented the freaking Segway came from WPI. I put oh, it sure. out. That's yeah. cool. Anyway, <clears throat> so you might find yourself, me, I'll find myself in a, uh, a, a a gathering or, you know, they have a luncheon and they want the, the figureheads to show up and, you know, the colonel or my sergeant major, he'd be like, all right, Riddick, you're going to shit. All right. So I got to be there wearing uniform and you can be talking to scientists. I'm talking about actual scientists. You know, you can be talking to biologists. You can be talking to, uh, you know, astrophysicists, shit like that. And I learned to hold my own. You listen to the conversation and then you find either an opening or you just accept the fact that you're going to listen and learn. I don't feel like I have to say anything. You know, sometimes I want to, but then you have to pick, you know, you're not going to embarrass your organization, me being, you know, ROTC. And I was taught that by my, uh, the, the, he was the uh, SMI senior military instructor. He's like, listen, you will not do anything to embarrass the United States Army. All right. Consider yourself an ambassador. These people are big brains. These guys are intelligent. These guys are smart. He said, but they're all professional fucking students. All right. So when you, look at in, when you walk in and say you're the professor of military science and some guy says, well, what makes you a professor? He said, you tell him because I've been practicing my profession. I've been to war. I've done this. I have actively been doing my job to protect the United States and to save soldiers and to defeat the enemy for blah, blah, blah amount of years. What makes you a scientist? You did four years in college. You did another eight years in college. You might have went somewhere to do some type of sabbatical. You come back. Now you're a doctor. Now you're a professional student, buddy. That makes yeah. you no no better than me. I've been doing my job. You've been learning about yours. Exactly. You see so when it comes no, no, out, makes total sense, dude. When it comes down to a conversation, if there's something that I can uh, I can lead in, lean in on, I will. If you talk, start talking about people, human nature, why do people do stuff? <clears throat> what causes fear? You know, leadership, that type of stuff. Yeah, I'll chime in, and that's universal. Everyone has those situations. When it comes to people, 
Now you start talking about how to freaking split an atom and shit. I'm just gonna look at you like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. You can really split those. What do they taste like? You know. <laughs> you know, I'm not the guy that feels like I have to say something, but I do enjoy a conversation. Did you see what Chris just wrote, Phil? Where? Hold on. I wasn't. It wasn't scrolling. Okay, Chris. Oh. Phil making an American flag poster. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil, you're making my American flag. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Don't stare at it. It spits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to be back in one minute. I have to pee like a racehorse. A Russian racehorse? Exactly. <laughs> a white Russian racehorse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Zach, so what you got going on this weekend, my friend? Oh, man, I uh, took off the next couple of days of work, so I got a long weekend ahead, and I got some stuff around the house I'm just taking care of, tying up before the winter comes. Nice, nice. Yeah. I've, been, I've been doing the same. Well, actually, I haven't been doing the same. My wife's been making me. <laughs> yeah. She's been making me do stuff. Uh-oh, who's that? Got to do it while the weather's still nice, you know? Get Don't the garage walk in done, here naked. Oh, that's my oldest daughter. Oh, Hello. <laughs> Hold on. They can't let me. See, I got you my headphones. She can't hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's this? Ashamar. There he is. You want to say hey? I got, hey, I can't hear you. I got on headphones. <laughs> I'm actually live right now. Oh. Swing the camera around. Oh. <laughs> she got her friends doing some live <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> everybody's going live. Everybody's live right now. Nowadays, I mean, everybody's going live. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But, I'm a computer uh, geek, though, so that was cool hearing about your computer. Oh, thank you, sir, man. Ryzen yeah. 7, 8-core. Come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing's going to be a monster, man. The reason I haven't set it up yet is I'm waiting for two more sticks of RAM to show up tomorrow. I didn't want to set it up and then have to turn it off and try to put in two more sticks of RAM. Yeah. And um, I used to build my own computers back in the day, so that's why I'm comfortable with it, and I know a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I was surprised. Do you do much gaming? No. The reason I get a gaming computer, because I do a lot of editing. I do Mm -hmm. a lot of editing and rendering. And if you've seen my videos, I don't know if you have. I've got a... I do a fair. I do. A pre- I'm getting better with my editing. I'm getting better with my editing. You know, it's um, a continuous improvement. Uh, that's how it I look is. at it. And now I'm running. Well, when I started out, I'll show you. When I started out, I had little little cameras like this, man. Little USB I'm things. Bitter. That's what. Yeah, this is what do you call this thing? A. Uh, that's like Radio Shack dinosaur shit, man. Oh yeah, man. It's like one of them flip cams and shit. This one's broken, but anyway. <clears throat> I started out with that, and I was using look no tripod. I'm holding shit by my hand. Look like the whole <laughs> videos of the earthquake, right? Um, and then I was editing with Windows, the win the free one, Windows Movie Maker. Okay, absolutely learned nothing. Okay, and then I was used. I moved up to the uh, software for the, the camera. Then I got one of them Sony bloggies and blah blah blah. <clears throat> And listening to my, and here's a helpful hint, if you're a YouTuber, I listen to my subscribers. Uh, they were like, hey, man, you're shaking around too much. Video's making me seasick. I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, please get a tripod. Oh, shit, maybe I should get a tripod. So I got a tripod. Uh, and then, you know, you get a tripod, then you start learning that there's different types. 
All right. You got camera tripods and you have smooth heads. You know, you got video tripod. You just learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then people are saying, well, you sound good, but it sounds like you're in an echo. Oh, shit. Now I got to upgrade. So I upgraded my stability, even though I had a shitty camera. Then you got to upgrade your audio. Oh, no, no. Before I went to audio, um, you know, if you look at a video. All right, Zach, I'm going to get you, man. Sorry. Mm-hmm. If you look at a video and it looks kind of yellow, like your background, because you have uh, soft white bulbs. All right, the one in my root is a soft white bulb, okay? But right here in my face is a daylight bulb. Gotcha. Okay, so you have different temperatures of light bulbs, okay? Sure. In my mm-hmm. kitchen, I replaced all of my light bulbs in my the, the, can, the, uh, the canister lights that are, you know, the ones that are built in. I replaced all of those with daylight bulbs, okay? So instead of having to set up the three light, lighting system, I just changed all the bulbs <laughs> in my kitchen. I cheated. Okay, so I have the center light, which is still a soft white bulb if I want soft light, and then all of the lights underneath the can- the, uh, the cabinets, you know, your string lights, those are built into my house. So I flip one switch, and it's soft white. But when I'm going into video mode and I'm filming, I turn those off and flip another switch, and I got this color light blasting all over my freaking kitchen. Okay. okay? Cool. So stability, you got to have a stable camera. Two, lighting. If you can't get natural light, you got to try to reproduce reproduce natural light. It makes your stuff look better. Okay. Then audio. You want to make sure that you have a microphone as close to your talent, which is you, as possible. I use wireless lavaliers. All right. Mm Because it's right here. Mm -hmm. Now, sitting in this environment, this is my podcast setup. I'm close. I got the microphone close to my talent. You see what I'm saying? This sounds a lot better than this does. You with me? This would be just as good as me having a camera with a microphone across the room and you hear the room. You with me? Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you a secret about audio. A person can watch a video. Uh, these are pro tips, folks. Those of you that are in here, pro yeah. tips. <laughs> pro tips with Phil on the dude's kitchen and grill. <laughs> now, people can watch crappy video with good audio longer than they can watch crystal clear video with crappy audio because it's like it scratches your brain. You just can't do it. It'll get on your nerves. All right. So if you need to put your money in something, put your money in your audio and in your lighting. And keep your camera still. Don't worry about your camera. You can upgrade that later. You'll still have a great video. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Phil, Phil yes, got sir. a question. Yeah. Uh, Kent says, uh, what lab mic does Phil recommend? Oh, well, I'm using... Um, hold on just a second. I'll show you. That's one of the things, uh, Zach, when we're there, I always ask you on, to guys. listen to the audio. Because... <laughs> Phil's 100% correct. I learned that early on. My, the first video I ever did, the I had some shitty boom mics. And I'm, I, I'm ashamed to even go back and listen to those or watch those videos because the sound was so shitty. That's why I spent 250 bucks on that road mic, and it does great. Now, mm-hmm. I use a road. I, I thought I had the box here. I use that Rode um, Filmmaker, Filmmaker's Kit. Okay. Um, I use that. Uh, I also bought, I forget the name of them, 
but they're not as good. They cut out. So you got to be careful about your, your microphone. I like Rode. I'm talking to you on a road now. My soundboard's a road. And when I'm, uh, my lavalier downstairs is a, is a road. You can't go wrong with those. You, if you have the money, get it. Get a road. If you don't have the money, whatever microphone you get, put it as close to your talent, as close to your person as you can. Oh, I don't know how this turned into this. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's why I bought the road mic that I have now. Yeah, because it, it's good. Like right now, I am I'm just using the microphone off my laptop. Right. I don't know how it sounds, but but when I do a video, one of the things I have Zach do every time is I'll do like Mary had a little lamb or what the fuck is going on, Mother Bear, blah blah, you know, yeah. to him. And I, I I'm listening for the audio because I'm I'm a hundred percent agreement with you, Phil. If you have a shitty video but great audio, they'll listen longer. They will, and that's the that's the key to YouTube. I think one of the keys is pe- uh, people being on there longer. Yeah. Well, what YouTube wants, <clears throat> I don't think this has changed. What YouTube wants is for you to keep people on YouTube as long as possible. Correct. Well, how do you do that? The way you do that is one: your content needs to be something that someone wants to watch. So if they enjoy watching your video, (coughs) the next thing you need to master is how to get in your keywords, titles, and all of that. A lot of people don't know this, but the default on your search for YouTube is relevancy. If you go to search and you look up where you can click it and down and you can click and change the the search, the parameters of what you're searching for, you know, uh, either monthly, this month, last month. The default is relevancy. Okay, take a look at it later. You can tr- just trust me on this one. I will, so, yeah. If you're looking for uh, what? Midgets with big butts. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> you're looking for a video with midgets Come with on, big Bill. butts. Okay? And you posted a video with midgets with a big butt. You want the title to say, this is my video of a midget with a big butt. You want in your comment section, when you start putting your description in here, somehow or another, you want to put my video of midget with a big butt in, a, in the description. This is a great video, guys. I hope you like my video with midgets with a big butt. Those two, <laughs> those two are relevant. And Ooh. one of your key words needs to be your title, midgets with a big butt. So what YouTube's going to do when they do that search, they're going to try to find what has the most relevancy to midgets with a big butt. You got a, t- a YouTube channel. I'm sorry. You got a YouTube video titled that you have that in the description and you have that as one of your keywords. Okay. Your video is going to pop up if someone's looking for a video on midgets with a big butt. <laughs> do all went- midgets have a big butt though? I'm sorry. I've had it for a long time. I've grown. (laughs) But, I mean, it's all about relevancy when it comes into the search. So once you get that down, then you want to try to get your views up. Because once YouTube determines that your videos are popular, if you look on the right-hand side, then you're going to fall into videos recommended by YouTube. You with me? So if you look at one of my videos and it's, you know, Phil cooking whatever, 
on the right-hand side, chances are another one of Daddy Cook's videos is going to be on the right-hand side. When you put your, when you make your uh, thumbnail, you want it to be almost, you want it to be recognizable. In the lower left-hand corner of mine is my logo. And then the font and letters that I use are always the same. I'm always using black and gold. Okay. So while you're looking at this video on the right-hand side, other videos pop up with my logo in black and gold. You automatically know I like this video. Let me click on another one from this same guy. Because gotcha. my thumbnail, my thumbnail is recognizable. They're the same. So you went from them watching that video. Once they get to the end of the video, you put it, you have your end screen that has, you know, your recommended videos that you want them to see. They might click that. But if they Mine. don't get to the end of the video on the right hand side, if they're looking, how many times you look at one video and turn off YouTube? How about never? Right. You either right. going to, you either going to. Keep looking at videos of people that you, I mean, the person that you're looking at or something similar, or you're going to fall down that YouTube rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. And an hour later, you're like, how the hell did I get to this video? I do it all the time. Okay. But if you can get someone to watch your video and then YouTube recommends other videos and they can recognize it's yours and they keep clicking yours and then they click another one of yours, that tells the algorithm that people like your stuff. And YouTube will keep putting it up top, keep putting it off on the recommended. Interesting. Yes, sir. Huh. How about one of the things? I got a story for you. Monday. So I'm on call this week, so I have to work seven days. Zach knows all about it. He does the same thing. Monday, we're at some place, and some guy goes, hey, you're in my way. I wish you were a midget, right? And I look at the guy and go, it's funny you you mentioned midget. I go, you know, dude, (laughs) I'm the world's tallest midget. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm the world's <laughs> tallest midget. He goes, and the guy just kind of looked at me dumbfounded like, what the hell did you just say, dude? World's <laughs> tallest midget. <laughs> so that's my midget story. That and I like watching midget tossing on uh, some of those oddball channels. They do that in Australia. Pat Patrick from Patty Joe's, he probably does it. That's have you ever funny. seen that midget tossing? I have. East Wind Farms, he says, Phil, black and gold because the U.S. Army parachute team. No, the Golden Knights are here at Fort Bragg. I am familiar with the Golden Knights. I chose black and gold because of the United States Army Ranger tab. All right. Okay. I, I am, you know, I am a retired Army Ranger, Airborne Ranger, and the black and gold is kind of a play off of that. Okay. Yeah. Makes total sense. Yeah, you yeah. go with what you like and and you know, you know, you're, you're true to yourself, right? You're true to yourself. And my most popular video is my building the UDS video. All right, Ugly Drum really? Smoker video. Oh, Ugly yeah, Drum right? Smoker, huh? Ugly Drum Smoker. Matter of fact, if you, not even on Facebook, I'm going to brag real quick, not even on freaking uh, YouTube, you just go to Google and you type in how to build an Ugly Drum Smoker or how to build a UDS, my video pop up in the top five. In the freaking oh, world. Oh shit, yeah, man. And that That's video awkward. and that that ugly drum smoker is black and gold with a ranger tab on the front. I'm gonna look it up tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sure we're I'm gonna be doing nothing at work. <laughs> <laughs> if you type in how to build a UDS, my video is gonna pop up. And if you type in uh how to build a UDS and hit images, matter of fact, I'm gonna do it right now just to make sure I 
Make sure things haven't changed. <laughs> I'm going to do it right now as we speak here. I'm just going to type in how to build a UDS. And I'm going to hit images. Enter. Images. Yeah, there you go. That's number one. Actually, I no see shit. one, two. Uh, how to, it says how to build a UDS, and it's mine uh, with Daddy Cooks on it. And then right below it is another picture of it. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> scroll down wow. a little bit. Scroll down a little bit more. This is a picture of it again, part of my UDS story. That's and cool. Matter, matter of fact, I scroll down. There's one by, um, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, anyway, I, um, YouTube channel. What is her name? Anyway, she built one just like mine, except for it's not a. Uh, there's no Ranger tab on it, and her picture showed up too. Yeah, man. Chris said you, you were an Airborne them. Ranger, Phil. I'm sorry. You were an Airborne Ranger. Yes, Airborne Ranger for my entire, the majority of my career. Hell, I even taught Ranger school for about eight years. That's yeah, cool, man. I was, I was one. Of, I was one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, you click on how to build a UDS videos. Mine is one, two, three, the number three on Google. That's cool, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. I got I got a segue here just a little bit. Chris said that he built an IBS by mistake. IBS. Got a whole different thing. <laughs> uh, I can uh, see ir- Chris with irritable IBS, bowel what? Syndrome. Irritable, irritable bowel syndrome? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's in New England. Okay. They do things a little differently there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, if you guys, you know, need help, got questions, blah, blah, blah. If it's YouTube, I mean, I'm not the end all be all of YouTube. All right. My channel, there's a lot of people that have way surpassed me. And a lot of that is because of uh, work ethic. All right. I, <laughs> I do work in the Middle East. So there's a lot of times where I can't put out videos, put out videos, put out videos, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of folks that started out and I helped out, blah, 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 and they've done great, and I'm so proud of them. I'm talking about two, three hundred thousand subscriber type of thing, which is great. You know, I don't, I'm not mad at anybody, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start buckling. And since I'm home, I'm gonna buckle down and see if I can push my channel a little bit further. You know, the way I look at the YouTube and when it comes to like you or Daddy Dutch anybody out there is it to me it's not a competition all right we're all in this together i think exactly and, and some I'm, of it some of us have got a little some of us may have a little more time or maybe they just had that right thing i've had one video that out of the gate went like well i take that back it took three days and then all of a sudden just like boom gangbusters right yeah and well, i've had 110 videos this go ahead man i got a shitload of videos but here's the thing Sooner or later, you're going to have a magic video. Correct. All right. I call it the magic video. My magic video was a UDS video, the one I was just talking about, Ugly Drum Smoke. And I had no idea that it was going to be that big. Okay. I've got friends that are in the UK. Matter of fact, they got a podcast I was on recently. And I went to their YouTube, I mean, their Facebook channel and chimed in. They invited me. I came in and people were like, holy shit, that's Phil. That's Daddy Cooks. I'm like, oh, wait, what what did I do? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's that's where I subscribed to your channel was there. 
Okay. All right. And they have another channel that was called uh, Ugly Drum Smokers and Ugly Drum Chefs. So, I, you know, I started, you know, I'm trying to learn a little bit more. And I hear it all the time. Man, I built mine off of your video. Thanks for you, man. Thanks to you. I started a business building. Great. You know, I had no cool, idea. Dude. I That's built cool. that video. I made that video because and I tell the story all the time. I smoked a pork butt on a regular barbecue grill and it whooped my ass, man. I was feeding fuel all night because barbecue grills are not airtight. Okay, so I'm I'm bleeding smoke everywhere. I'm bleeding freaking heat everywhere, but I got it done. Got no sleep that night, but I got it done, and it turned out great. And a guy hit me up. He's like, man, you did it, but you worked way too freaking hard. Look, Rick, barbecue specialty says, yeah. Danny cooks videos how I build my drums. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Rick. I got to go check man. it out now because I, that's the next thing I want. It, man, it's about thirty. It's about actually a thirty-five minutes and thirty-six seconds. And I did not. Use, I used a dollar as a measuring device. It's an interesting video. Maybe, maybe you'll oh, enjoy. It. I used right. a dollar, yes, sir. But anyway, um, this dude's like, man, you got it done, but you worked way too hard. You should have used a UDS. And I was like, all right, man, thanks, appreciate it, blah blah blah. And I, you know, responded to the comment, and then I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is what's a uds i have no idea what's a uds i didn't know either at first and i started doing some research and man i've told this story so many times um i did some research and they were either upright drum smokers or ugly drum smokers yeah but the only thing i could find was people wanting to sell for 10 15 or 20 bucks a blueprint or their plans on how they made theirs i saw a lot of videos on youtube on Hey guys, look at my UDS that I welded. Well, shit, I can't freaking weld. I'm not a welder. No, I can't either. Okay. And so I saw those, but it never showed how anybody made one. And that irritated the balls out of me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to build one and I'm going to film it. So that's the only reason that video got made. I couldn't find the information. So I figured nobody could find the information. So I was going to provide the information. So I built one. I'm not a fabricator. I'm just a dude, man. But, you know, my pl- like my grandmother said, my plusing and minusing is pretty good. You know, I can mm-hmm. get shit together. And I did it. And uh, matter of fact, S&J, Cooking with Stephen and Jacqueline, they just posted a link to the video right there. Yeah. But um, I figured it out. I ran into a couple of hiccups and figured it out on my own. The four uh, chimney configuration I never saw until I did it. And now a lot of people are doing it. So I claim that I didn't invent UDSs. They've been out there for uh, forever. Yeah. But I think that for configuration with the, uh, the elbow exhaust, I think that was my baby. I invented that. That's anyway, a cool idea, actually. Uh, because I didn't have, you know, I had a flat top and I had no exhaust. You got some with the bung hole that you just screw in a two-inch pipe. I didn't have that type. So I had to figure out a type, a way to exhaust. And that's just what came to me. So I, I claimed that. I did that. <laughs> but um, that's how that video came to life, man. And it's my big, I got over uh, half a million views on that freaking video. That is cool. Zach, that's our goal for the winter, brother. Yeah, man. What do you think? I think Zach's falling asleep. No, I'm good. <laughs> I just got to get going, dude. All right. Zach's got the perfect poker face. You know that? He really does. <laughs> Played <laughs> a lot of poker in my day, true. man. Yeah. He just does. It's like the entire time. 
know what All they right, say. Guys, you know what they say. You, you poker in the front, liquor in the rear, right? Nice to meet you, Phil. Nice to you, too, Zach. Take care. <laughs> Take care, guys. All right, man. Be safe. Be careful. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate it. Zach's a good guy. Right, really man, I, I didn't mean to run anybody away. Shit. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's your Blazing Saddles talks, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm, my wife's out of town this weekend All right. and, uh, I'm on call, but I'm off at three 30 every day and I'm going to watch blazing saddles just because it's been a year. <laughs> it's time. That's I want to awesome. see somebody make fun of racism. Like only Mel Brooks can do it. <laughs> I know, man. Oh my goodness. And I just, I hate, and we talked about it. I hate our world is in a place where everyone's feelings get hurt for every freaking thing, man. I hate it. I yeah. hate it. I do too. I hate it. You know, I don't understand. This is going to get kind of ugly. Brace yourself, folks. No. I, don't, I don't understand. Remember me this, guys. Why is abortion a political thing? I think that should be nobody's fucking business. I'm going to agree with you, but for me, I'm going to end it right there because I'm not a woman and I would right. never go through an abortion. Okay. But I do agree with you on that. I think it's nobody's whether business. Well, right or wrong depends on the person. Right? Bingo, right, brother. Right or right wrong there. depends on the person. It doesn't depend on the government. Correct. Here's my argument and I'm going to let it go because I think it's kind of uncomfortable for you. But anyway. No, I'm fine with get, it. I'm good. I'm good. You have the people that say, I bet you didn't think it was going to go this way. We, as a turn, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like, woo! <laughs> but you have the people that say, I don't want my taxpayers' money paying for that. You know, healthcare, I don't want my money paying for abortion. And I can understand that. But I don't like all my taxpayers' money paying for foreign aid. Leave that money in the United States. I don't right. get to make that call. Yeah. I have to suck that up. If you want to give money to Israel, you want to give money to this country, that country because of, you know, famine or war or global whatever or not whatever. I'm not getting into that piece. But the United States gives a lot of money away foreign aid, even to some countries that don't like us. Correct. Yeah. That, that, and that I don't get to make that call. Correct. I don't want my taxpayers' money going there. So the people that don't like where the money's going when it comes to health care. I'm not saying specifically abortion, which I think mm -hmm. is nobody's fucking business except for the husband and the wife or the woman involved. But if you don't want your money to go there, you got to suck that up. Just like I got to suck up my money going to foreign aid. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. I, I'm a believer in taking care of ourselves first. Okay. You know, and uh, we have enough problems as it is taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we... Uh, the government brings in three trillion dollars a year, but spends four. This year, <laughs> yeah. even more. Yeah. I mean, that's un unimaginable to me. Yeah. But How we, can you not pay bills on three trillion dollars a year just, when just you're spending fifty billion going to Egypt and Saudi Arabia or, or wherever? You're just like, well, that's a head scratcher to me. Well, really riddle, riddle me this, Batman. Why do you have to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on freaking campaign ads and shit? You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have to. You don't have to freaking have a a, a freaking uh, a campaign ad during the Super Bowl. No, you don't. You're right. Absolutely. Come on, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, but anyway, I'm not getting into, I want to get into politics. Back to No, well, but think about it. That company or that person who spent that much money, millions of dollars on that ad, think yeah. of how much good they could have done with it Do instead of going else. into some fat cat's pocket. Buy me some liquor, man. You ain't got to waste it on exactly. a commercial. <laughs> yeah. But give it you to know, the government. You know? back, back to the abortion thing. I think that is a individual decision. People say, I agree. I people agree. say well, it's a, uh, you, you shouldn't get an abortion. Thou should not kill. And that's against the Bible. Well, listen, genius. Everybody doesn't believe in the Bible. What about the atheists? What about the Muslims? What about the freaking Buddhists? What about the rest of the people that live in the United States of America? Right. You with me? I'm here. I feel you, brother. You can't run a country on your religious beliefs if that country has multiple religious beliefs. Right. No, you can't. You're absolutely right. You cannot. There you it's go. Impo- yeah. And it, you become now, a mess. Yeah. Well, now, do, we I are think, do I think that there should be abortions? In some cases, if it's a threat to the woman's life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She's been raped. Absolutely. Yeah. Now she has to have the rapist. Ba- she got pregnant because now this is what the hardcore the hardcore some religious folks. No, she has to have the baby. Then put it up for adoption. Hold on, man. That's teetering on somebody else being abused. Correct. You know, so many, I, I don't know what's right do? or what's wrong. But I, in my brain, in Philip Riddick's brain, Daddy Cook's brain, I don't think abortion should even be a political issue. That should be an individual thing. I don't even know why people are running on that shit. I don't care. Roe versus Wade and all that in the Supreme Court. Listen, leave people alone. If they're okay with it in their mind, their body, their spirit, their religion, and their relationship, that's their business. If you don't want to have an abortion because of your religion, then don't. But don't stop somebody else or make somebody else do something that, you know what I'm saying? That's why I think you're overstepping. I'll add to that, though. If it's a choice. So let's say my wife and I get pregnant tomorrow and she decides I'm going to have an abortion. She should pay for it. I agree. If she gets raped. Then and she can't and she can't. Then I think that's a different story. It's ultimately it's her decision, right? Well, no, yeah. hold on, hold on. Let's let's okay. go. You, you said married. Okay, okay. And I'm married. You and your wife, me and my wife, and we get pregnant, and I love her, she loves me, then we gotta have a discussion. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Because it's our baby together. Either we're gonna agree to have it or we're gonna not agree to have it. You see what I'm saying? That's a whole different thing. Still doesn't have shit to do with politics. That's between well, what, that relationship. What what happens, Phil, if you want it and she doesn't? Ultimately, someone's going to have to make a decision before nine months is up. Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the clock's ticking. But Somebody, those, who those, makes that decision, do you or her? There's got to be an agreement or there's going to be a separation. You see what I'm saying? Depending on how strong you feel on it. But that's between those two people. Correct. Still don't have shit to do with the government. Now, Let's say that there's a boyfriend and girlfriend. They ain't married. Booty call or some shit. She gets pregnant. She wants it and he doesn't. Okay. If she decides to keep the baby without his consent, then 
I don't feel that he should be obligated to freaking pay for the abortion, blah, blah, blah. Now, a man that freaking had any morals about himself is going to take care of his child. Correct. That's the way my brain works, but everybody doesn't think like me. Okay. No, I, uh, I agree. With you. I agree with you. Now, let's say that he wants to keep the baby and she doesn't. And she gets rid of the baby. Does he have any recourse? Because she just changed his life. See, everybody leans on what the woman's doing. But what about the man? This dude might have be all invested 100%. I want this baby. We're going to make, I'm going to freaking invest my life. I'm going to take care of this kid, blah, blah. And then she goes and has an abortion without his knowledge. Now, maybe he's fucking traumatized. Right? Right, right, right. It still doesn't have anything to do with the government. (laughs) No, you're right. It has nothing to do with the government. It has nothing to do with the government. That they have to come up with on their own. Now, we talked about a relationship when people are together. We talked about a relationship when people aren't together. Okay. Now, let's let's take a turn. Because in our great country, we have, for an amazing reason, more than two genders. (laughs) I'm not going to talk about that part, <laughs> but if you have a same sex marriage, all right, obviously we're talking lesbians now because men can't have babies. If you right. have a same sex marriage and now you have one that wants to keep it, one that doesn't want to keep it. Obviously the one that's not pregnant had shit to do with it because that lady got pregnant by somebody. That's a whole different dynamic. Abortion or no abortion. You with me? So when it comes to things like that, it's more complicated than, you know, uh, <laughs> a woman being able to have an abortion or not. Okay. Then, oh, then you get to, I'm, 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 I'm going to try not to get too deep on here. <laughs> but then no, you got. That's okay, Phil. That's okay. This is a free country at, and this is a free show. At what really- point is a baby a baby? You absolutely have a point there. I think it's from the moment of conception. Okay. But just because say, I think that doesn't mean you think that. Right. Well, some people say at the moment of conception. Some people say at that moment it's a chemical reaction because the, the egg's still freaking dividing and there's no consciousness. Some people say there's a certain time limit once the baby starts, you know, you start having respiratory, you know, starts developing. I don't know what the right answer is. Correct. But that's another aspect, you know, at what point legally it once again has shit to do with the government, because no one's going to tell you that the point of conception, the moment of conception is not life. The government, nobody. That's your decision. That's your belief. Those are your ethics. You, you see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. I, okay, I, it's so a personal choice. I, it's I totally a personal it's choice. A personal choice. But the bottom line is, if the person or people that are going to agree to to terminate that baby, embryo, kid, whatever, that's between them. If they're okay with it in their mind, spirit, body, religion, and all of that, the government still doesn't have shit to do with in my brain. You make make a very valid point. In my brain. I'm not right. I'm not wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, but in, in the same sense, I mean, you could take it to other things, too. Let's yeah. say gun control or uh, freedom of speech. Yeah. 
Well, see, freedom of speech is a right. But people confuse freedom of speech with freedom of repercussions. And that's not true. You can say whatever you want. So can I. But you got to deal with the freaking the the outcome. Well, that should be like... That should be like speaking one on one. I can say whatever the hell I want, but be prepared to be prepared for the repercussions. All right. right? I'm I'm going I'm going straight for the gutter punch now. The N word. A person can say it, but if you get your ass whooped, don't act like freaking you don't know why. You're you're (laughs) right, you're right. You have the freedom of speech. You can say it all you want, but if you keep getting your ass whooped, you might want to stop saying it. <laughs> you might want to take a second look. You might at want to, you know, <laughs> you you might want to say Negro. <laughs> well, there you go. You know what I'm saying? You might I, want to say it, Black dude. Come it's on, funny man. You say that. Years ago, before I got my degree, um, I was in a government class, and I wrote a thing on Clarence Thomas mm. becoming. Uh, we were supposed to look at the political aspects of Clarence Thomas becoming a judge, right? Okay. And I happen to in one I'll never forget this. In one line I used the word colored. Okay. Okay. And I got reprimanded on paper for calling him colored because um, <laughs> it was outdated. I was about 30 years outdated. It's exactly what it was. 30 years outdated. And I was like... Rick says, I thought Phil meant nuggets. <laughs> uh, I'm scratching my head going, okay, well, I'm colored too. I just happen to be white colored, you know? Everybody... Th- Here's my thing. Yeah. I go by... I'm a black guy. I'm a black American. Because yeah, I am. Thank you. Yeah. I've I, never... I, I've never am I a German American? No. Right. I've never, I've never been African. I'd like to. I'd like to go visit. But I, I would African African American. Where the fuck did that come from? I'm not African American. I'm from freaking the South Side of Chicago. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I no. I hear you. Um, People ask, hey, well, well, are you African American? I said, no, man. I'm a black dude. I'm a black American. I'm American that happens to be we have black skin. I'm a, well, actually, I'm kind of doo-doo brown, but you don't say it. I'm going with what's common. Yeah. <laughs> but come on, man. Uh, I don't understand why everybody else is a nationality American except for white people. Yeah. Well, like I said, am I supposed to be German-American? Yeah, man. I'd love to go to Germany. You got, you got African-American, Asian-American, yeah. Hispanic-American, Native. you know, Native-American, yeah. and then, oh, well, well I'm white. Oh, well, you're, I think you're European American or whatever European you call American, it, yeah, European exactly. American. Or, come on, man. It, it's either fair or it's not fair. Okay. Right. I don't understand why you just can't be motherfucking American. You know what I'm saying? We're all yeah. American. Why can't we? We're all, actually, we're not even American. We're all freaking of the United States of America. Correct. All right. Because, you know, this continent, North America, that includes fucking Mexico and Canada. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so you know we're all United. You know we're uh, citizens of the United States of America. Yeah. If anything, and, the white guys. I remember the remember the movie Stripes. Yes. Great movie. That's and Bill Murray's Jack. like, "You're a mutt." Yeah. You know, if anything, uh, the white dude, he's a mutt. Hell, I got Greek in me, and you know, uh, German and Dutch and Scandinavian. English, you know, like, dude, oh my god, I, I remember. 
I'm a light-skinned black dude for a reason. Now, I'm going to break okay. it down to you. <laughs> okay. Right, My last name is Riddick. Okay. That's Irish. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> By the way, no. I sent you a friend request on Facebook. I'm sorry? I sent you a friend request on Facebook. Then I will accept it. I'm, very, <laughs> I'm, I'm skeptical. <laughs> um, I get so many change the subject real quick. I get so many friend requests because of Daddy Cooks. Yeah, and I say, yeah, my name's Phil, blah 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 blah. And my face, and I will accept it, but I'm going to tell you, buckle your seatbelts, man. My Facebook is vile. I looked at it. I went and hit a couple of likes. There's yeah. a couple of pictures of you as a very young man uh, in your uniform, and, yeah. and when you got married, etc. Yeah, I hit like on all of them, brother. Oh, we got Chef Johnny in here. Hey, Chef, how you doing, brother? But and he can attest to it. My Facebook is volatile. <laughs> okay, There's nothing it's, wrong with that. You know, man. I, I, good things, inspirational things, but some things are. <laughs> I just tell you, I say what I'm gonna say. Hey, yeah, country, um, brother. You're gonna send me. <laughs> okay, so I just had to throw that out. Um, yeah, we're good. <laughs> Well, you know, so you take so let's take the name Jackson, right? My stepdad's last name is Jackson. Okay. How many black people out there have the last name of Jackson? Half of them. They're all over, right? And unfortunately, we have this saying, and, and I and I'm not being sarcastic at all. I think it's very for unfortunately, we had slavery at one time. Yeah. And and a lot of the black folks, the slaves, did not have last names. And when right. they became free, they they were uh, the Freeman's Bureau made them take on the last name. last name and they took on the plantation owner exactly last name because that's what they knew, right or wrong, it's what they knew. Now, I tell you this the Jacksons and the Smiths must have been <laughs> some rich motherfuckers, man. They must have had a shitload of <laughs> they must have had a shitload of slaves, man. Because there's a I know a whole lot of Jacksons and a whole lot of Smiths. all over there. Uh, if you trace my stepdad's family back, Stonewall's in there, mm -hmm. and I mean, but he he can trace his all the way back to Scotland. Wow! Back I never did that. My daughter did it once. That whole uh, uh, you know ancestry, blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm like, listen, man, I'm not going to spend my money for you to research back to slavery because you ain't going you ain't going all the way back to Africa. You're not going to get all of it. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, no, I think that's kind of unfair. <laughs> my grandmother was my grandmother was half what we can tell is half Ogallala Sioux. All right. So oh. that would put me as what? Twelve and a half percent, although I don't look at it. My mom had the test done, mm -hmm. and it said nothing about Indian, even though wow. her, her she, my mother has the birth certificate that says that her father was a colonel in the Army okay. who died in 1919 of the Spanish flu. Wow. And he was a Native American. He was one of the highest-ranking Native Americans at the time. Wow. You know, he was probably very segregated, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunate, but that was the times. I can't do anything about those times. That's the way it was, right? Yeah, and right. her mother was white. Yeah. But yet when they looked at the ancestry.com, nothing came up about it. Wow. Which is the oddest thing. So I don't know. I like my my best friend Steve, who was my cameraman for a long time, he did that and he came up with one percent Nigerian. Wow. Of course, you know what he said, the one part of him that was Nigerian. 
You know what he was talking about. <laughs> swing like, low, sweet yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a, in Blazing Saddles? Come on, boys, sing us a song. Yeah, yeah. I no, get no kick from champagne. I know. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, you know, I, I get kind of, not confused, I kind of get infuriated is a little bit too strong a word. I get irritated. Okay. It's when it's you know. Remember the Alamo. Uh, remember nine eleven. You know. Remember the Holocaust. Uh, y'all need to get over slavery. It pisses me off. Yeah, it pisses me off, man. <laughs> uh, you know, and I've never been a slave. Okay, I haven't. Right. Okay, right. and I've never owned one. Exactly. So that's not my argument. My argument is is disrespectful to remember. This history and that history, and I agree. That history, but y'all need to get over it. Come on, man. Correct. Either things are the same or they're not. I'm a simple guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a simple guy. I never, this. you know, th- there's no slave owners alive today. There's right. no slaves in America now. There is slavery around the world, which they need to fix. That's a whole different issue. But in America, to my knowledge, in the traditional way that we're talking about slavery, okay? There's also there's some fucked up shit in America, but I agree. <laughs> I acknowledge that. I acknowledge there's no slave owners the way we're thinking, and there's no slaves the way we're thinking. That's not the argument. The argument is if you're gonna be respectful to this and to that, why is the other doesn't deserve respect? You know what I'm saying? Right. That's 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 my I totally that's, agree. I totally that's agree. my thing. Let me ask you this, Phil. I've often wondered this, and yes. I, I uh, we did a wedding over the weekend, right. and the groom was black, right? But he, you know, and his, he was adopted by a white couple. Okay. Such a nice guy. He was one of the coolest people I've ever met. And I thought about asking him this, and I went, "Nah, you know what? This is his marriage night, and if it pisses him off, whatever." <laughs> Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Okay. Juneteenth, I get it. I understand it. I've read it. I have a I have a master's degree in American history, right? I understand where it came from, etc. Right. But yet, slavery was not abolished until December 6, eighteen sixty-five. What are as a black man? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on Juneteenth? Juneteenth, the way Honestly. I understand it, is when. The final people that didn't know they were free found out they were free. Bingo. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you can't, you can't say I'm, I'm trying to break it down as simple as I can. Sure. So freedom didn't, I'm sorry. So slavery didn't end until then. Okay. In now, states that were in rebellion. I'm sorry. In states that were in rebellion. Right. But I'm talking about. States. I'm talking about the United States of America as a whole. So uh, it, even, even those though, even though those states were in rebellion, they were part of the United States. Correct. So if if the people didn't, hey, how you doing, Jared? Hey, Phil. Hey, Mike. If they didn't find out that they were free until that date, freedom, I mean, slavery hadn't ended until that date. That's the importance of okay. that. No, I find that very interesting. That's the importance of that. Um, and then to add on to that, even though, what state was it? Mississippi? 
I think it was Mississippi. Two years ago, three years ago, they finally made slavery illegal on the books. Yes, which is so, fucked up. So now, that's kind of very dangerously close to fuck Juneteenth. We need that's to go to three years ago. Right. <laughs> you yeah. feeling me? You feeling? Yeah. So I do. I, I totally get you. That's, Thank you. you know, that's so, an interesting perspective. That, I never know, thought of the Mississippi connection. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, I man, I think about a lot of things. Um. My mother used to say, honey, baby. Yes, ma'am. I'm talking about when I was little, nine, ten years old. She's like, you're wise beyond your years. I don't know. You know, if I say something or do something, blah, blah, blah. I'm a thinker. I'm a, I, uh, things bother me and I'll ponder it until it makes sense to me. But, okay. being, but being a former military instructor and, you know, college instructor, blah, blah, blah. I... It, it's easy for me to explain myself. Now, okay. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I just can explain myself. So if what I'm saying makes sense to you, that opens a door. Gotcha. That's all I'm doing. If no, I can say totally something and it makes like the Juneteenth thing. If I can explain something to you and it makes sense, that just opens a door. That opened somebody else's mind. I didn't think of it that like the whole abortion conversation we had. I didn't Correct. think of it that way. Wow, that's an interesting outlook. That's Correct. different from what I was thinking. That's what I do. Right. <laughs> and I got and I have a cooking channel. <laughs> there you go. Jared, what's going on? Oh, not much. Just enjoying this nice weather we're finally having here in South Texas. Nice. 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 It's actually yeah. probably in the low 70s so it's pretty damn nice yeah it's probably 65 here it's just like perfect man you know oh, yeah. it is, that, i'm gonna step away 64 from 64 degrees time. 64 degrees where i am i'm gonna walk around the corner i'll be right back there's somebody right. knocking at the front door right around the corner uh, i'm gonna hang it's out here with jared <laughs> <laughs> what's going on baby not much how are you phil i'm good man just freaking uh uh, being me, <laughs> say yeah. what I'm saying. Being disruptive. I see. Did some burgers uh, today on the Blackstone. I, you see I that? I saw that. Nice. <laughs> they turned out great. I said you it, needed some dead pork on there. I know, man. I know. I got um in the freezer. I got a brisket. I need to thaw. Uh, and uh, Uncle Steve, shameless plug. Uncle Steve sent me some of his freaking uh, cow powder, pig powder. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm waiting to douse me a freaking brisket with that. Because oh, oh man, it's good. It's I delicious. You, I tell you what, that that cow powder. Yeah. Go get some. Um, go get some like fajita meat. Yeah. Put put that on there with some fajita meat. Throw a little yeah. bit of throw some cumin on there. Yeah, a little bit of lime. Oh man, you will have some of the best fajitas. Just adding a little bit of cumin to it. Yeah, yeah. Because that yeah. cumin will bring out some more of that flavor of that of Uncle Steve's cow powder. On I'm gonna do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start cranking out videos. I'm going to start cranking out videos. I told my wife, um, I'm going to see if I can put out. I got to get a schedule. That's the only thing holding my channel back is I haven't been consistent because I've always been gone. So if I can crank out for October, 
if I can crank out two videos a week, I'm talking right. about just straight cooking videos. Here's a plan. Do a cooking video and then do a live chat about the cooking video. I like that. I then like do that. another cool cooking video and then do a live chat about the video. So that'll do a couple of things. One, the people that see the live chat will be like, man, what are they talking about? And that might cause them to go back to look at the video. But also, like, also here's another thing, yes, kind sir. of, kind of like what uh, Rush Jones says. Yeah, you you got to think about if you start doing more live videos. Yes. What he said is, and I'm sure you know this too, is YouTube will start looking at your analytics from your live videos, and it will kind of mess up your analytics when it comes to your regular videos. And it kind of displaces everything with with some of your with your videos you put out, and so he says you kind of want to limit yourself with with doing as lo- so many lives because he says in the in the long run it can end up hurting you more than what what than what good it does. Really, it, see, except I... for when you except for when you're starting out like Mike, you yeah. know, trying to get his watch hours, that's perfect. But then yeah. I've noticed on a daily, I'll go and I'll check my watch hours. My my watch hours are up anywhere between fifty and seventy five hours on a on a daily basis. That it up. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and so, well, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it because I have the how to word it. If I post a video, I mean, not the one, not the live. You know, that was just a. If I post a traditional video and then I SEO. You know, and I get all that right. My video is is gonna rank. All right, I've put right. out fresh videos, and it'll rank. You know, top ten, top twenty five YouTube if you search for it. You know, I got I got a shitload like that. But I do have some popularity now. What's against me is I've been dormant for about you know for a little bit. Right. So right. I'm gonna have to fight that battle to get back up into the you know the forefront. I don't think it'll be that hard because I have enough. I think I have enough loyal subscribers I mean, that when, like, even when I just went live, man, I I, I had two hundred plus views in like twenty five minutes. I mean, shit, right. Bill. I I remember when, shit, when you when you built your uh, when you built your UDS, right? I, I've been watching you since then, and then I remember that day you you came out fucking raising hell because. Some asshole took the picture of your UDS <laughs> and claimed it as his. And I still remember the day, man. You really? Were, oh were, yes, sir. You were mad. Oh my god. Shit. You were madder than shit. And I'm can like, I can I tell the story, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, please story. do. Listen, listen. I'd be pissed. I went. Uh, no, somebody hit me up. They're like, Phil, you need to go to this link. And there was somebody on Craigslist selling ugly drum smokers, which is there's nothing wrong with that, but the picture. These are the smokers that I'm selling was my UDS. The picture of my UDS, my thumbnail was the picture he was. Oh, I was fucking living. (laughs) I'm shooting this guy emails. Hey, man, that's my picture. I don't care if you're selling UDSs. No, it's not. That's my I'm like, dude, that's my fucking backyard. Those are my stairs, you know, and that's before I even did the video. I, I, I went back and forth with him, dude, sell what you want, but you don't have permission to use my my UDS. That's not what you built. I built yeah. that. That's false advertising. Mine's yeah. pretty. I don't know what you're doing. 
he wouldn't oh, take it down. So I did a video. You can I don't know if I you can search for that. It's one of them. It's in there, one of my videos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, call to action. Listen, people. If everyone underneath the sound of my voice, go to www blah 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 and tell that guy that that's bullshit. That's not his picture, man. I had a up and off. <laughs> the dude finally took the picture down. I was livid. I didn't care that he was building and selling UDSs. That's his right. I didn't sure. invent UDSs, but don't use my photo Correct. claiming that you built that. Mm. No, man, that's wrong. Oh, I was living. I, I shot like, I made like two or three videos. <laughs> It'd be like stealing somebody's picture and saying, this is mine. Yes. That's been, that's yeah, been yeah. What, over six, seven years ago, six, right? Seven, yeah, man. That was about six, seven years. Because the UDS video is seven years old, going on eight. That's when and I, I think that happened that following year. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's when I remember started watching you, man. I started watching. I think my very first video I watched you did chitlins or you wanted you did a video, and I was just like, you know what, man, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> Thank like, you, sir. We talked about chitlins last week. Mm, love them. Oh man, I got two videos of hog malls and chitlins. One of them, uh, the video, the whole handheld thing. So I redid it and did how to clean them and then how to cook them. Phil, how would you the first video I got drunk, man. I got drunk at the end. Shit. <laughs> how would you describe the, the taste of, of hog malls and chitlins? Okay, the way I do it, and my daughter even said it in the video, the way they smell, she's like, it smelled like a meaty shrimp. If you clean them properly. Mm-hmm. Now, I overclean what I've been told. I don't think there's a such thing as doing that. <laughs> I, I, I take every sure. bit of membrane off of the meat, the intestine that's stuck to the membrane. Yeah. I take all of that plasticky film off. And right. I firmly believe that that's where any of the smell comes from. I think it comes from that membrane. Interesting. So okay. I, re- I remove it all. Yeah. Now, I have to cook a lot more. And it's a it's an all day thing to clean them. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a it's, a, it's a, it's awful. It awful meaning an innard. It's a you know it's an organ meat. It's just like the the trepas. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But trepas are uh and trepas are beef cow as pig. opposed to pig. Uh, chitlins are pig. Right. Now the reason I use hog maws, which are pig stomachs. All right. Pig stomachs, not ribs, not belly meat. <laughs> Pig stomachs is because volume. Because right. you you be chitlins cooked down into nothing. All right, you have to clean so many just to get. You know, you can. When I was in Kuwait, me and a buddy of mine, we get two bags of pre-cleaned chitlins, which aren't clean. Still take the membrane off of them, cook them in a crock pot the hard way, and it's only two portions. So I've done two five-pound bags, and there's enough for two people to put on some rice. Wow. Uh, Yeah, it's a very, very painful process, but it's worth it. But as far as flavor, the flavor, the way I do them is, one, you clean them so they're, they're immaculate, and then I don't add any more water. Now, some people are like, oh, you're stewing them in their own juice. Listen, if you boil anything, anything, you could chop off your arm 
and boil that shit for freaking four out for four hours. There's no bacteria. Steve's stick meat on it. You know? <laughs> throw some, some throw some Gator Shake on your fucking forearm, man. And there's no bacteria. Nothing can live. No bacteria. No germs yeah. can live through a freaking three to four hour boil. Nothing. Okay. So the reason I don't add any extra, don't cut your arm off, guys. People listening, that's unhealthy. I know anyway. what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> or, 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 don't, or, or don't go stick your dick in a meat. Cut my arm off some fuck yous, too. <laughs> anyway. You just see an arm or a finger. Like, yeah. hey, no, no. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, people are concerned with, you know, oh, well, you, you didn't change Real the sad. water. <laughs> yeah, you didn't change the water, blah, blah, blah. If you cook, we're not going to talk chitlins. Let's get off of chitlins. Let's do something simple. Broccoli. Let's go to broccoli. Uh, uh, Name a vegetable that you like. Potato. potato. Okay. Let's go potato. A potato. If you boil a potato until it's almost done and you pour all that water out and then you put fresh water in and you boil that potato until it's close to done and then you pour all that water out and you put in more water, and then you boil that potato until it's completely done. What is that potato going to taste like? Like shit. It's going to taste like fucking water. It's going to taste like nothing. There you go. Okay. So you got a chitlin that you've cleaned that's immaculate. You put it in a pot with some hog moths. Don't add water because they're going to retain water through washing. You start cooking them down, and then they start uh, uh, producing their own fluid. And you let that stew until they're tender. You're good. There's no germs. There's no bacteria. Nothing can live through a four-hour cook, a three-hour cook. Now, you cook them for 20 minutes, and you pour that water out, you're losing flavor. Correct. Put in more water, and you boil them for another hour. You pour that water out because you're worried about what they are in bacteria whatever. Put in more water. You boil them again. Now, you do this for three hours. The only flavor you get in that freaking chitlin is during that last piece of the cook is the onion and the red pepper, whatever you put it. So now the fluid that it's it's sitting in is going to taste like something. But your chitlin is going to have no fucking flavor whatsoever. Because you poured it all out. Mm -hmm. That's why when I make ribs, I'll uh, take the fluid that comes off the rib and make a braise out of it. Yeah. Right? Because that's just pure flavor, man. Why get rid of it? Right. Now, let me ask you this. Imagine making chicken soup the way some people make chitlins. You boil the chicken. You're making soup. You boil the chicken. And then you pour out all of that stuff because it has some froth on the top. Then you add more water, and then you boil the chicken some more. And you change the water two or three times, and then you throw in some onions and some carrots and some, you know, whatever. What's your soup going to taste like? Like water. Like water. Exactly, yeah, or whatever vegetables in there. But who wants that? That's the problem I have with a lot of people's chitlin cooking process. Yeah, who wants just vegetable flavor? I want the chicken. So now I'm not saying the way I do it is right. I'm just saying that's the way I do it. I'm not going to change. <laughs> so I've got a question for you, Phil. Yes, sir. Um, with you growing up in the South, my grandma grew up in the South as well. And okay. 
you know, you were you were talking about the the pig stomach and and this and that. Uh, when my grandma was younger, they uh, they they took this stuff. It was called head sausage. Yeah, Are you familiar with what that is? I uh, am. Yeah. What was it called, Darren? Head sausage. Oh, okay. And basically, what it is, it's you you imagine it's it's like uh, it's like boudin. But the way my grand, the way that it was made when my grandma was growing up, and I'm sure Phil could probably vouch for this too, they used barley as a filler yep. to kind of stretch it out. Yeah, and that was kind of the thing that my my grand my grandma grew up on in this this old meat market that I went to that the my grandma knew the owner very well. They make head sausage still, but they don't do it in the casing or the stomach of the pig anymore. Because that's something that not many people can actually handle these days. You know, it's it's a very old way of doing it. And so, you you know, you you even like my grandma said, you know, you cook this, your house is going to smell like shit. But I tell you what, it's pretty damn good. So, and uh, <laughs> I actually got some head sausage I've been wanting to do a video of one day. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah, I'll tell you this. <clears throat> A lot of people don't realize what they're eating. Right. That's so true, Phil. <laughs> how many people, how many of y'all folks listening, you can type a one or something in the comment section if you're here. How many of you guys like Italian sausage? Well, you know, I'm going to put a one in there. There one. you go. You get you get the mild Italian sausage. You get the hot Italian sausage. You get the spicy Italian sausage. Uh, when you cut through that sausage, what do you what think you that is that's holding that meat together? It's not synthetic. It's a pig intestine. If it's not a synthetic, exactly. like a hot dog, some hot dogs have that synthetic casing. Some hot dogs don't. But folks, what do you think is holding that sausage together? Now, I'm not trying to turn you guys off a of sausage, it ain't but I'm trying to educate you. It ain't, uni- it ain't unicorn piss and rainbow farts. I know, man. <laughs> those, are, those are, if they're natural casings, those are intestine casings. Yep. Like haggis, right? Exactly. Haggis. Is, well, haggis is different. That's a different kind and of And I've sausage. never made one. No, but you're right. I've had haggis. Look, at Heath, in the Heathrow Airport, <laughs> it wasn't good, but I think I can do it better. Haggis is a uh, pig stomach, the whole thing. It's a pig stomach that's been stuffed with organ meats. Now, there's some organ meats in London that they use that you cannot use in America. Right. They oh, use, no shit. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Uh, they, they use hearts. They use lung in some case. Pretty much they, some use, cases. they use everything. Yeah. And then they use barley as a filler. Yep. And they flavor, you know, they cook all that together and then they stuff it inside the stomach. They sew the stomach shut and then they cook the stomach. So I thought the stomach was the casing, but no, you're know. talking oh, about okay. a, wait, then I'm a, wrong. a hog maw. What we were talking about, I did with my chitlins, cut up a hog maw and clean them and cut them up. They just don't cut up the stomach. They leave the stomach whole. They stuff it with the heart lung, kidney, barley, and Whatever other stuff. And all that. Yeah, and then season it, and then they sew it shut, and then they cook it that way. Don't That's they a haggis. Okay. And they, okay. also, <laughs> they put a thickener in there, too, like a flour to kind of... Hold it, yeah, to bind it. To, yeah, to bind all that blood together. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You're confusing the haggis with the uh, black pudding. Black pudding is a blood pudding. Yeah. Oh, I do. Look, I, I research for food now. I do. I've had I've had a Filipino Filipino blood pudding or blood pie. Something blood like pie, that. All right. Or blood sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Blood yeah. pudding? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and check this one out. Spotted dick. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spotted, I, I a lot of people don't know that. Spotted dick is a fucking dessert, man. It's a dessert. It's a it's a, a cake like pudding. Spotted dick. <laughs> man, this conversation, Mike, we we've been everywhere. <laughs> you and I it's have been around the world. Deepest, weirdest conversations. I love it, man. You and I are like well, our conversations are like on some wild level. You Mike, know, if, they really Mike, are. If you I, only if you've only heard the conversations Phil's and I've had when we're out on the drink. <laughs> That's why you're oh, perfect yeah. for this, Jared. What do you call this? The the, the Jared Phil Mike show. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, I, I talked about this earlier, and we did the same thing last week. I'm not inhibited. I'm not inhibited at all by conversation. You know, I, if if we're going to talk about talk. Now, how I think I'm a little bit different is I do educate myself as much as I can on as much as I can. So I will take a conversation a little bit further <laughs> than some do, uh, but then I'll back it up or I'll have a reason or I can justify my thoughts. You will notice that I never try to tell or make anybody do anything. I That's don't true. say you're wrong. I don't say I'm right. I say, I understand what you're saying. And this is how I think. Bingo. And what? There's nothing wrong with that. Jared, last week, I'm going to blame Phil for this. He had me saying the N word. With an A, not an R. Yeah, but, it's, but it's still when it, in the context of the Correct. conversation. I'm giving right? you shit, dude. I'm just giving you shit. I got you. But context <laughs> of the conversation. Blazing battles. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with saying. Any, even a derogatory word, if you're using it descriptively or think, if you're discussing the word all, or the impact of the word. I think it totally all depends. Agree. I think it all depends on like what Phil's saying is it depends on how you're using it and how yeah. it's how it's Bingo. translated. Here's Bingo, a perfect example. Jared. Perfect example. Freaking uh, uh Tarantino. Django. Oh god, Django. Oh my great movie. Great movie, yes. and there was, and I'm gonna say it, there was niggas all through that movie. The word was in there, but yes. at no time was it used derogatory. Derogatory yeah. as far yeah. as there was people being called a bunch of shit, but it was being used properly in accordance with the time period that the movie was portraying. Correct. Bingo. You see what it I'm saying? Right there, yep. So now, if you're being historically accurate with the dialogue, I don't have a problem with that. And a lot of people don't. But then you have some people that just got a problem with, oh, they said it. Okay. But how was it used? Yeah. You know? I think people, I think people these days, they, they, they wear their feelings on their shoulders too much. I agree. And, I agree. and they, and they let some of the littlest things just irritate the shit out of them and, and you know and 
I'm just going to say this. You know, you, you can't go back and you, you can't rewrite history. True. You can't, you can't go back and you can't change history. True. But the only thing that you can do from here on out is you can make history the way you want it to be. Don't. Uh, I disagree. But you you have the right to make the history how you want it to be these days. No, I think that's wrong. I think I think history needs to be told honestly. Right, and I and I agree with you. But from yes. here on, but from here on forward, you're talking about the f- you're talking future, future history. the future, the yes. what we're living now. We the people, as we sit here right now, we're the people that can write the history that is going to be taught about generations down the road. I agree. Because yeah, tomorrow's agree. history. Today, I agree. Today, tomorrow will be history. And, I agree. I, I kind of misunderstood what you were, trying, no, what you were and, saying, no. but I agree. And, and that's what I mean is we have to sit here and we have to realize, look, our ancestors fucked up back in the day. Nobody's perfect. Everybody fucked up. But the only thing that we can do is we, the four of us sitting right here chatting, the only thing that we can do is we can try to make things better for the way people see us. I agree. But now, I'm not going to say that the people in the past fucked up. I'm going to say the people in the past lived the way they lived then. True. Because there's 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 a lot of things that were legal. Right. So they were abiding by the law. Mm-hmm. Now the laws were fucked up. Yes, the people weren't. They were going by what they were taught. Now, I cannot excuse <laughs> human nature. It's just right. in my brain hard for me to understand how you can feel that you can own people, and now I'm gonna have more kids, rape them or not rape them or raise them or breed them or whatever, and then sell their children. There's nothing anywhere. If you call yourself a Christian, that that's okay. No, <laughs> there's I mean, nowhere in there that where think, that's okay. I think so, Phil, that we judge history based upon what we know today, how, yes. how we live today. Right. And, and if, point. if I was, a, you know, 150, 60, 70 years ago, even Abraham Lincoln, he was well known for telling black jokes. Yeah, you know, yeah. he didn't want to stop slavery. He uh, he didn't want to abolish it. He wanted to stop it going forward in right. new territories. That's all he wanted to do. But by today's standards, we look at that and go, "Oh my God, what was that guy thinking?" But I'm using my standards of today to judge somebody from 160 years ago. Right. And that's not fair to them. Correct. Okay. So now yeah, you got a black guy defending the founding fathers. Okay. So you did it. Anyway, <laughs> here's my thing. I look at, and I call it hypocrisy. You have people that are, that have the, that write the constitution. Right. Correct. And you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Do we? That's in the Declaration of Independence. I'm That's sorry, Declaration of Independence. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it's in Declaration of Independence, written by slave owners. Correct. That's hypocrisy right there. Now, uh, so you have people that want to be free from England. They want to get from underneath the thumb of England. Correct. You guys are freaking in poverty. We're, we're under your thumb. We want to be free. 
But we want to take our slaves with us. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is a hypocrisy. It but is. It's how it was. But that's the then. way it was then. Correct. I got you. I understand. Uh, it's just the things that we are doing now. And, and this is where I have the problem with the Constitution. This is going to sound weird. Just just take a breath and hear me out before you castrate me. <laughs> Here's the problem that I have. Frustration. <laughs> this is the problem I have with the Constitution. Everyone says, our founding fathers, and these are the rules and the amendments, and we got to go by this. The founding fathers had no fucking idea the way the United States is right now. No fucking idea that there was going to be gay marriage. Except no idea. Phil, that's why they allowed amendments to it. Because but why the have they stopped? A living, breathing document, quote unquote, right. living, breathing document, and it changes with the times. The Constitution is a suffocating document because they are no longer amending it. Times are still changing. They All right. are. Ten years ago. If you would have found, if you would, someone would have told you that same-sex marriage was going to be legal, you'd been like, "Get the fuck out of here!" That's why we had the. But that see, I I kind of agree with you, but that's what we have the Supreme Court for, right? It is all about interpretation. The Supreme, Supreme Court, Court is not there to make law; it's there to interpret law. I agree. They're going to interpret the Constitution of the United States of America and its amendments. But, a but based that, upon their understandings today versus how it was <laughs> the founding fathers, whether the they say it or not, that's how they're going to do it. What's the purpose of an amendment? Change to, the constitution. No, to correct ah. a short, to correct a shortfall, to correct a freaking shortcoming you're of right. the constitution. You're absolutely right. Something, yeah, something absolutely. that wasn't thought about, so they had to make an amendment to accommodate it. Right? But I will preface it that. Originally in the Constitution, only male males of a certain age, white males, landowners could vote. Right. So they changed it to you're right to correct the problem. Correct the shortcoming. Correct. So now you're right. You're right. When was the last amendment made for the Constitution? Twenty-five years ago was the last one that was approved. And it was actually one of the original 12 amendments. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, they cannot raise their, Congress cannot raise their pay during an election year or some crazy thing. Like right. That. A, minor, um, a minor change. 25 years ago, a quarter of a century ago. Correct. In 25 years, have there been any major changes in our society? Well, oh, big huge, time. There's been huge changes, but nothing. And how many of those warrant an amendment? The government but that's what you have the Supreme Court for. But the government. No, the Supreme it. Court, once again, interprets the shit that's existing now. Why are there no more amendments? If the society's changing, I think. Well, the how many amendments are you going to have change. the Constitution, Phil? Uh, until freaking. Thousand? Okay, <laughs> let's say this. The Constitution is how old? 220, 30 years old. Okay. And in that time, at some points, they were saying there's things that need to be changed in the Constitution to accommodate society. 
Okay. But we haven't had any changes at all in the last 25 years. Okay. But we to the, have, to no, no, no we, amendment. We have. And that's why the, the Supreme Court is there. You're back, to, you're back to interpretation. The Supreme Court, in my opinion, there's two things wrong with the Supreme Court. They're crooked. In, in my brain. One, there should not be a lifetime appointment to any fucking thing. I agree. Nothing. Okay. I think, Two, should only, I think they should only be allowed to do terms like a president. Well, no. The, okay. Or, or, or whatever the rule is. Okay. Yes. I, I understand. There should be some type of term limit. Same thing with Congress. You shouldn't be able to retire from fucking Congress, the House or the Senate. Mitch McConnell, Pelosi, Schumer, if you're over fucking 50, your brain's too old. Get the fuck out of there. Career but politics. That's hey, my I'm brain. 53, dude. My brain. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 54. I shouldn't be able to run for Congress now. I'm too fucking old. My brain's too old. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Um, uh, you know, and this is just me. You know, that's just the way I think. That's the way I think. But if society's constantly changing, I think that the founding document should also be able to change. Here's my thing. Let me, How many oh, amendments are you going to have, Phil? Huh? So you're going to have an amendment for everything? Uh, is society going to stop changing? Nope. No, but that's what the Supreme Court is there for. Supreme Court is based on the interpretation of existing law and amendments. Correct. So if, if let's say, um, God, what would, let's say gun control, right? All right. The prevailing thing right now is it's about maybe 55, 45, for, uh, uh, 55 for no gun control, 45 for gun control, right? You're talking about the Second Amendment here. What if that switches, right? So now do we get rid of gun control? See, the or do you look at it and go, the Supreme Court says, well, you know, the Constitution says, so, so should the Supreme Court say, well, because of popular opinion, we should have gun control now? The Supreme, I mean, the Constitution says that the right to bear arms should not be infringed. Correct. But it also talks about militias, which are kind but, of out. But, but without being a collector, can you have a machine gun? Sure you can. Without being a collector, I cannot just go buy a freaking full auto machine gun. You can't. Neither can you, Mike. Can you, go, go Jerry, can you just buy a full auto machine gun legally? But the Constitution doesn't say go, that I can have a... I have to go buy a tax stamp and I can go fucking buy one. Yes, you can. Because yep. you that's what? a tax. That's a special freaking addition. Uh, uh, you, you paid for that. But... You, can, that, you can't just go buy one. I mean, you can out of the back of a trunk in the street. But that's illegal. So therefore, it's just hear my get, argument. It's hear my argument. Caught, you cannot buy a full auto weapon without some type of special sure. freaking tax stamp, blah, blah, blah. So therefore, yeah. since I can't buy a full auto weapon, my right to bear arms is infringed already. Exactly. It is infringed, but you still have the right to buy it. You just have to pay the, the tax for it. Phil, this I is mean, true. Mike, now, Mike, I think what... what Phil is getting at, and, and I agree with him. I think us as the people, when he says, you know, it's our Second Amendment right to go, we should be able to. If you're a law abiding citizen, you ain't some fucking wacko who's just got released from fucking federal prison or some fucking chomo or whatever. We should have the right to own what kind of guns we feel we are fit to own. 
not what the government and society says. Hey, Phil, I don't think you need a full auto machine gun. Or Phil, I don't think you need a mini gun. By all means, I think I need a couple mini guns. <laughs> so, I mean, now, Chef Johnny, I'm gonna chime in. He said, Chef Johnny said, everything, not everything needs to be an amendment. Laws can handle that <laughs> by laws. Okay, I got you. I'm gonna agree with Chef Johnny. I'm, I agree I'm with him. Everything. Everything does not need to be an amendment. My thing is this. Some things should be. Because if, you, if your argument, Mike, is, well, how many amendments are going to be? My counter argument is going to be, when is society going to stop progressing? It'll never stop progressing. So I think at some points, and I don't know what those points are, but at some points... There's going to have to be sooner or later some amendments to address something that wasn't thought of. Something that's not protected or something that was ignored because the founding fathers couldn't think of everything. I guarantee the founding fathers didn't know shit about unleaded gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> you with me? The founding that's fathers couldn't think, they couldn't think of everything. Correct. And our society is going to continue to evolve. Look at the Bible, man. Look at the Bible. That is a document that was written. I'm not going to say who wrote it. All right, people. That's, the word, of, that's, that's the word of Lord God. Lord only knows. God that's, only knows who wrote it. That's the word of God. Gee, God didn't write none of that. It was written by people inspired or claiming that. I just find it odd that most of the time they were saying they saw shit in a dream. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> read it read it yourself. Read it yourself. Angel came to him in a dream. Now, I don't know what he drank or smoked before he went to sleep, but an angel came to him in a dream. But I, anyway, I, I don't want to go that. there. I want that. <laughs> I don't want to go. I'm being a joke. I'm joking, folks. Don't castrate me. I know. Anyway, I know. We get you, brother. But things change, man. And, you know, any historical document is that as such. But nothing written a hundred years ago is going to completely apply to what's going on right fucking now because there's things going on. right. I don't know what's going to happen 10 years from now. So uh, let me get, let me get this straight. Maybe I'm, I'm a little off base. No? The 14th right. amendment, we're going to go back to the black thing. All right. Freed blacks. So yeah. that was written 150 years ago, mm -hmm. roughly give or take a few years. Right. That totally applies today. Same with the 19th amendment or 20th. that says, Women have the right to vote, or same with something in 1933. It does. Now we can drink again. Now let's go back to Juneteenth. They were freed when, and then when did people find out? Okay, but the, here's the thing with Juneteenth. Yeah. Juneteenth was based on a executive order. If you look at the Emancipation Proclamation, or as we used to say in, in school, masturbation constipation. Masturbation constipation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a horrible, but no, it's a great document. Yes. It frees, freed slaves in states that were in rebellion, mm -hmm. but it did not do Missouri, Kentucky, uh, Maryland, or Delaware. Okay. Because they they were not under, they were not in rebellion. Right. And they, the federal government had no quote unquote control over that, mm -hmm. those states directly. And it took an amendment to get rid of that. Right. And that was June, or that was December 6, 1865. Right. But then I'm going to default back to what we said about Mississippi, man, three years ago. 
Well, you know what? Mississippi can say and that was a, that know, was I'm, you know cool that was slavery. under the table. You know, know, it was a law that was just there, and they found it, and they got rid of it. I got, it. but it still looked like ass. It, it does look like ass. You know, we're we're, we're twenty twenty. We're talking two thousand seventeen. I think it was three years ago. Two thousand seventeen. <laughs> they took the last slave law off the books in Mississippi. The last slave law, but in order for the the states that were a, form, a part of the former Confederacy to yep. rejoin the Union under the Republican government of 1860-70s, the states had to agree to the those, there was like two or three amendments that they had to agree to yep, yep. and they had to sign. But that's where the, but, but the problem was that's where the Jim Crow laws came into effect. The grandfather clauses, if your grandfather couldn't vote, Phil, you can't vote either. So, and Jim Which Crow bullshit, but that's what they were able to get away with. And that's where yeah. separation of church and state came from. Oh, the no, whole, I'm sorry, eight, no. uh, separate but equal yeah. came from. But the whole Jim Crow thing were loopholes so we could still keep fucking black people up. Exactly. That's it, what that 100%, was. 100%. So now, so now you're free, but you're still getting fucked up. So yep. you're not free. Well, that's why in the 65 or so they had the poll tax. Right. right? Because once Jim Crow was, was kicked out, then all of a sudden the South said, hey, you guys, if you're going to vote, you're going to pay 15 bucks. Now, and that was a lot of money in 1960. Well, now, now, check this out. What just happened with Bloomberg? Michael Bloomberg. Uh, Michael Bloomberg. Something in Florida. Florida. Exactly. Uh, yeah. They freaking changed the law. They said, if you have done your, listen, back to poll tax. Listen. If you have done your time in prison, you're a felon, you've done your time, and you're released, now you have your right to vote again. Because what? Not not the scientists, but the, the bald guy. Something? The bald guy. Hold on. I'll get right. to that. The bald guy before the scientists. I can't remember his name. The governor. He was having hearings, bringing in whatever amount of people. They state their case on why they should be able to vote. He listened to them and then deny them. Pow! I can't feel in my own. The only rule was how he felt about it. It was bullshit. Now, they passed a law. You do your time. Then once you do your time, you you get your right to vote back. Because voting is a right. Correct. All right? So now, they were like, okay, the Republicans came back together. And then they in Florida, this is only a Florida thing. This is not a national thing. And they're like, okay, even though they have the right to vote, they can't vote until they pay off all their fees. Correct. So if you go to court and you get convicted, they're going to tack on the court fees and any other associated fees. So you do your 10, 15, 20 years, whatever you get out. Now you still have these fees that can be anywhere from a hundred bucks to thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to a felon who just got released, who probably is going to have difficulty getting a job period because of the crime. And now he can't vote or she can't vote until they pay these taxes that they've added on to, or these fines that they've added on to because of legal, whatever cases. Uh-huh. So now you got a guy that, Paid the price for his crime, and he still can't vote until he pays whatever amount of money to the state. So, 
freaking uh, Bloomberg said, fuck it. We're going to raise some money. I think it was either somewhere between 12 and $16 million to blanketly pay off a lot of these fines. Now, people were saying, well, if you won't let these vote because these people vote because of this money, it's kind of like a poll tax. And the state said, no, it's not a poll tax. It's just that they owe the state money. It has nothing to do with a poll tax. They just, once they pay that money, they're free and clear. Correct. So Bloomberg okay. came in saying, well, I'm going to raise $16 million or $12 million and pay these fines off for these people. And they were like, hold it. Now he's buying votes. You can't have it both ways. If the state says it's not a tax, it's just a fine to be paid. And Bloomberg raises the money to just pay the fine to be paid. That person can vote. He ain't buying shit. He's clearing a debt. Am I wrong? So let me ask you something, Phil. Yes, sir. You said voting is a right, correct? It is a right. I can hear you guys. So, I can just you step away. All right, so, Mike. So here's my question. Yes, sir. Back back to the Constitution, the Second, right. Second Amendment right. You know what I mean? We're all right to the bare arms. We're back to the guns. Okay. So you said so when so in Florida, when people do their time, they get out of prison, mm-hmm. they do their time, they're right. able to vote. Right. Now. Well, no, they're not right now until they pay those fines right, off. Until, until they pay but, those fines. But, okay. But as we sit here and we talk about the Second Amendment as our right as United States, as Americans, the Constitution and all that. Now, wouldn't that kind of fall under the same part as voting since we have the right to bear arms but yet they're telling felons that you can't own firearms because of what you did well now, no that be See, you can thing? lose rights right you can lose rights based right. on criminality and conduct okay the united states army when i was in if you had a i'm an infantry guy yeah all right we live and die by guns That's what we do. I got to have guns. I need to be able to shoot pistols, shotguns, machine guns, big and small, Mark 19s, grenade. We shoot a lot of shit Mm -hmm. and we train and practice so we can kill people. Sounds terrible, but that was my job. Yeah. But in Georgia and North Carolina, if you beat your wife, smacked her around, and you got convicted of domestic violence, they. You were no longer allowed to carry a firearm in North Carolina and Georgia. So they didn't take your right. You relinquished it by beating your wife's ass. That's different. So now if you can't carry a firearm, you can't be a freaking infantry guy no more. Right. In North Carolina. So you just threw your career away. Now, do you have the right to bear arms? Yes. Do you have the right to whoop your wife's ass? No. If you do one, you lose, you lose the other. One. So it's not taking a right. You either willingly or unwillingly took yourself out of the running to do that anymore. Right. That makes sense? Oh, yeah. All right. Wow. How, do, how did we get here, Mike? How did we get here, Mike? <laughs> Phil, you and I always go so deep in conversations. And we had Jared, and it's like even deeper. <laughs> I love it. 
these are the kind of conversations I enjoy. You know, and we may I, not. I hope you channel, man. I hope I don't hurt your channel with this. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's all good, brother. I hope it's valuable. You it know. is very valuable. And, you know, we, we don't have to agree. We don't. And, but we definitely don't have to fight over it. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I don't have to see. But we have not disagreed. We have all discussed, and we've wow. kind of bended, yielded, and listened to each other. So we all kind of understand how each other think. I didn't say agree or disagree. We understand right. how each other think. That's the important thing of a conversation. I yep. totally agree. Totally agree, Phil. That is so important, yeah. and I think that that gets lost somewhere. Oh, man, it gets destroyed, and there are so many people that feel it's okay to stop me, 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 and everybody, stop me from doing something because they don't like it. Correct. I mean, seriously, <laughs> seriously, at any point, I could have dropped you. And, yeah. you know, but this is an open forum, and, and that's having a master's in American history taught me that it's all about open forums. Every, who wants to live in a world where we all go, yep, you're right. Uh -huh. yeah, you're right. Or yep. no, you're wrong. And I don't no. have a master's in anything. I got freaking 20 plus years in military. I have 50 years of living on a planet. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm a master. There's no degree in this, but I'm a master evaluator of freaking opinions. I'm a great judge of character. I, I can express my feelings and I can listen to others. Correct. Fuck, I'm, a pro, I'm, a, I'm a professor as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, you know, you, you mentioned earlier that, that uh, uh, people with masters, doctorates, etc., are like career students. Yes. And at the end of the day, I never looked at it that way until tonight. But if I went on to get my doctorate, you're right. I would have been a career student, even if I was teaching. And technically, I could have taught a class at a university yeah. on American history. And I, you know, but at the end of the day, you're always learning. We're always still learning. And to stop and listen to the other person, to hear what they have to say, I'm not going to change. You know, it's it's very very rarely are you ever really going to change somebody's mind, in my opinion, right? Okay. But you are going to plant a seed in their head that's going to make them think. It's, I, I just think that every, I wish, I can't say think, I wish, I would hope that everyone on the planet can do what we are doing right now. I love this. I do this every night, dude. You I know, totally would totally be able to talk and listen and understand, see a different point of view, accept yeah. it, absorb it. And even if it's not yours, I wish the whole freaking world could do what we're doing right now. Yeah. And you know what? I totally agree. And I would be willing to do this again tomorrow night or the next night or the next. Hold on. I'm good. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got I'm good, I'm good too, brother. <laughs> I'm good. No, but I mean it's it's just true story because See this this right here would have been a perfect fucking podcast, man. This would have been a perfect podcast. I'm looking forward to getting on your podcast, dude. And I probably won't go into as in depth. No, we will definitely go is this would be a perfect you know what? Oh. 
You say when and I'm there, brother. No, I'm saying this conversation here. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. But anyway, I would say, say, man, I could download this and cut out this piece and upload it bigger than shit. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now. Phil, please do. Please do. You have my permission to do so. I, dude, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do do. it. I would love it. I have to come up with a name for it. (laughs) I might just call it, you know, Arba. Mike's random conversation. I might call it something. Now okay. this is look. This is two hours and thirty minutes long. I will probably I would download this portion. Sure. You know. Uh, call it talking uh, with Jared and the dude. You know. Okay. Dude, um. Whatever. You know? I'm gonna consider it before I do it. I will hit you up definitely. You have we had we dude we had great conversation. Not dude the dude but dude dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great conversation, man. And we went all over the place. We and did. I, that's what I love about our conversations, dude. I think it's listen worthy. I think it's listen podcast listen worthy. I do. That's cool. I that think is that's, awesome. I think that sometimes what's wrong with people, Phil, is they don't listen. They just jump to conclusions before yeah. they before they hear the whole thing. And and I think people don't. They don't. I'm not gonna say research because we didn't. We did not stop and research this conversation. But you know, I think people internally know what's right and what's wrong. I agree. Sounds right. What sounds wrong? Now, after the conversation, go back and do some research and then rehash if you can. Uh, Yeah, man, I really like this conversation, and I think I'm still part of this. <laughs> Please do. Please I'm do. You totally have my permission, brother. And I think this that would be great. Think this might be my next podcast. And uh I love it. I, yeah. I love it. You know, what I loved about it is all three sides presented their case, right? Yeah. We may not have changed anybody's mind, but we planted seeds in the other person's head to make them go, hmm, you know, that is that is definitely an opinion that is worth looking at. That's something I didn't think about, or that's a different point. Or the, I, man, we're two for two, Mike. We're two oh, for I two. I dig it, brother. I dig it. <laughs> we're two for two. I'm gonna jump off of here, man. I gotta go downstairs and massage my wife or do something. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I love you guys. guys. I love you guys. Like cook food, and yeah, I will. <laughs> like if I pull this piece yeah. out, if I pull this piece out, and I'm gonna leave this in here. I'm gonna pull my piece out. I'm going to obviously do an intro and I got to do a, a middle freaking ad and I got to give you all the credit. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to find the perfect piece of this. But yeah. uh, love you like cook food, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me Peace, destroy your right. whole conversation. <laughs> Not destroy, <laughs> no, thank you for letting me interject, man. And I love having a great conversation. That's exactly what this was. I'm going to start doing this every Wednesday. And okay. I might bring in guests from time to time, but you are you both of you gentlemen are always welcome. Thank always. you, Mike. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I had a great right. time. Rick says later, Phil. Hey guys, everybody in the chat. If I hurt anybody's feelings, I'm not sorry. If you learned something, I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, everybody in, in the chat. Phil, Jared, have a good night, my friends. You too, you too brother. We'll appreciate you. Later, okay, bye bye. Bye. Good night, guys. I appreciate it. I had fun. I hope you guys had fun as well. 
And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Maybe we'll actually talk about barbecue. Actually, with having Phil online, that was awesome. And Jared, both of those guys are heroes to me when it comes to barbecuing. So make sure to check out their channels, guys. We'll talk to you later. Have a good night, everybody. Love you. Bye. I would like to talk to you about Instacart. What if I told you that you could have local fresh groceries delivered to your front door? You can have multiple deliveries for one small monthly fee. Unlike some other apps or services that want to nickel and dime you all the time. If you don't have that special item that you need to make a special recipe, Instacart in some cases can get that to your house in as fast as one hour. Hand selected by shoppers based on your preferences. Instacart highlights deals that can help save you money. You can find everything you normally buy, and they also suggest things that may be new to you. They pick the freshest produce and also <laughs> keep your eggs safe too. Follow the link in the show notes that lets Instacart know that I sent you. That will not only help the show, but it will also, in this case, give you free delivery on your first, I say again, first order over $35. Instacart, never go out to go grocery shopping again.